Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We're getting stupid and feeling proud. We're gonna make, make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them bill bugs. Everybody and welcome back to the Bill Buds Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, of course, JPC, John Patrick Cohn. With me, as always, my co-host with the Mohost, JJO, Johnny O'Mara. Johnny, how the H-E double hockey sticks are you doing? I'm great. I'm just great. Well, I'm great too, Johnny, but I, I think we should g- get to the elephant in the room, which is that we're both livid pissed off. Our eyes are turning red. Blood is boiling out of our nose, ears, eyes, mouth, But It's true. The butt is the worst part for me yeah well honestly that's because i ate like a uh high protein cereal earlier and it's just like it's wrecking havoc in me yeah we we just had a um like a protein shake restaurant or whatever a protein shakery opened by us oh no um they're bad they're real fucking bad i you know i don't think a lot of people don't have these like no one eats a protein cereal or drinks a protein shake because they really want to it's because they're not they don't get enough protein and they want to like get some protein and i understand that i'm a vegetarian it's hard for us people to get the protein well i I gotta eat like four eggs a day just to get a you know enough protein for my little baby body so i get it but come on can we make it good we can't it's impossible it all tastes like chalk it 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 was one of the worst things i've ever tasted it tasted oh god I do like how in the middle of me setting us up to be mad at something, we found something else to be very mad at. Uh, but that's not what we were mad at. Of course, what I'm talking about, and it's going to be old fucking news by the time this episode oh, yeah. comes out. I'm talking about the update to Genius.com. They fucking did a whole redesign of their website. And newsflash, it sucks now. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. What? What? One thing Genius.com doesn't have working for them, and that's a genius because this sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's they got a lot of like you know people working in silos. It's all very segmented. They got people redesigning UX UI, and what they did was they turned out some crap. They updated to some crap. It looks like what I imagine a, the Facebook feed looks like now. I haven't been on Facebook in like two years, but this is what I imagine it looks like. Yeah, I, I hate how everything looks fucking homogenous now. It all looks the same. It's like a rush to the middle to make things look as kind of fucking boring as possible. And they're even using like the blue that everyone else uses. At least Genius used to use yellow. Like it wasn't a good color, but at least it was fucking different. But yeah, now it just looks like everything else and the functionality is worse. It's it's not good. We we It's bad. It's a skip for me. That's going to be a skip for me as well, uh, Genius.com. Uh, and just so you know, we are going to still use you exclusively for lyrics because you're the well, only place for us to get it's all It's all we've stuff. got. It's all we got. And if Wikipedia ever changes, we're fucked too. We basically can't do research for this show anymore. But you're on you're on blast. That's a Bill Buds blast. It's a BBB, Better Business Bill Buds, uh, coming for you, Genius.com. Better, better Business Bill Buds is BBBB. Fuck. God damn it. Well, I mean, you know, it's the logo's fucking people up because it looks like Bill Buds is two words, but it's one word, uh, the website, but all websites are one word. It doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter at all. The point is we're mad at genius.com. And the sub point to that, you know, point 1A underneath that is that I'm happy to see you, Johnny. I'm happy to see you. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Now, I think we got to just get the fuck into it because we can't be feeling this way forever. No, so no, we, it's I'm fading fast. <laughs> we got to talk I'm fading fast. We got to talk about what we are reviewing today. Now, this is to date. This is the oldest historical subject matter that we have reviewed on the podcast. We are reviewing, on, the, on the main feed on the main feed. I'm, that is a good delineation. We have reviewed, I believe, two things on the Patreon feed that are older um, because that Patreon feed it gets fucking wild over mm-hmm. there. We go we go everywhere. We go to the places that the big big podcast doesn't want us to go. What was the other older thing? Oh boy, it was Arlo Guthrie is the one that I'm thinking of yeah. uh, from 67 and I have this all organized so well. Uh the other one, oh, I'm sorry. The other one is not older, but it's 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 in the same ballpark. It's uh Sticks's Paradise Theater, mm-hmm. which was 81. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, of course, today, what we are reviewing is the 1980 album, the seventh studio album, by the way. So this is, you know, this is, their career has been going on for a while. This is the seventh studio album of the Swedish band ABBA. Uh, this album is, of course, called Super Trooper. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the two Bs in ABBA stand for Bill Buds. That's true. Uh, ABBA is a big Bill Buds supporting, well, let's actually wait until they hear this podcast before they, <laughs> they comment on how much they like us. Uh, now, Johnny, I believe that it is true of both of us that our significant others are both big ABBA fans. Yeah, uh, my cat fucking loves them. Yeah, spaghetti goes crazy for ABBA. Uh, but what is your experience with ABBA and, and I guess more specifically, this album? Yeah, so my, I mean, my experience with ABBA is, and you, you say ABBA and I say ABBA, and I think that's fun. I'm from Indiana. <laughs> uh, Indiana. Uh, I, my experience basically is Jessica's experience, because she's a huge fan. Um, so when she listens to ABBA, I listen to ABBA. We saw Bo- Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again in theaters um, for... Her 30th birthday, we were supposed to go to Greece and do a Mamma Mia. Wow. Um, but that got canceled because her her 30th birthday was in 2020. Um, but I did do my best to recreate Greece in a park with um, some like st- statue standees and columns and stuff. Uh, and the whole soundtrack for the or the playlist, I guess, for the party was uh, exclusively ABBA. Hey, was it exclusively the soundtrack to Mamma Mia? Which, by the way, we may cover on the Patreon one day. So this does not exclude the other. We probably should. And another thing that I ran by you, but we wound up going with this, is I would love to do some 18s as well. Oh, boy. I mean, let's let's see how I feel at the end of an entire episode that we devote to uh, Abba Abba. Or as I like to call it, ABBA, because that sounds like it's a uh, one of those like uh, rules for writing a paper. If you I, I if you read it ABBA. if you read it forwards it's ABBA if you read it backwards it's ABBA, one hundred percent true. And I I read it like a manga, uh, so I read it backwards. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Uh, and you read it I like read a, it like a manga. I, I read it like a manga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're having fun with vowels here on the show, uh, folks. So the, for, from from my perspective, Mariah loves uh, ABBA. Plays it a lot. We've played it a lot in the house. I saw both Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia, uh, Here We Go Again, Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again, with her at my old apartment. I think we I think we actually, it was one of those, it was in the, that brief window of time when people were using Redbox uh, because they had a Redbox near me. So I, I got them out of that. It was like before it was as, maybe it was easy at the time to like just rent a movie on like YouTube, but bef- maybe my, I didn't have a smart TV or I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. But I got, I do remember vividly getting this from a red box. Wow. Or getting uh, Mamma Mia too. But that was really my only experience with ABBA. I knew their songs. I knew of them. I had never sat down to listen to like one of their albums or one of their CDs. M- me neither. I mean, I'd obviously heard there's they have a billion singles they have they have a a billion singles across a million albums they have enough singles that they made uh two musicals fully out of their singles and they only reused a bunch of them (laughs) they have they have so many singles that there was a whole band in the late 90s and early 2000s that was an abba cover band yeah it's it's truly wild they they had like a 15 year run and they had a ton of singles they were they're one of the most commercially successful bands of all time and uh they're huge in europe they they did okay in the united states but they were really 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 big in england especially as well it looks like from what i could read on the charts it's so interesting that in the 70s and 80s, a Swedish band was able to get so much global success. Well, I mean, remember, like, what was it? The, it was the 60s when the Beatles came. and it, That's true. It used to be that music, like, good music was, like, British rock and, Brit, you know, it used to be, like, that was the center of all music. And now we've, you know, we've shifted it over to its rightful home in California. South Korea? Oh. <laughs> yeah, South Korea. <laughs> That's totally true. Uh, So for this album specifically, uh, Super Trooper, it was on the Billboard 200. It peaked 
at uh, number 17. Um, it spent 38 weeks on the charts. Uh, it debuted, I believe, on November 3rd, 1980, and it peaked on uh, February 27th, 1981. Um, but 38 weeks on the charts, that's almost a year. That's pretty respectable. Uh, but only 17 on the Billboard Top 200. It was number one in England, though. So it, it, went, to, it went to the top of the uh, pops, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- one thing I got to say about this album got to get it out right now every time i wrote out the title in my notes i did spell super like s-o-u-p like the food well it's also super trooper and trooper is o-u-p right and it fucked me up every single time i typed it yeah it makes it would make sense for it to be super trooper like that and it it, it isn't and you're right johnny it's an absolute fucking travesty uh, i don't know what someone was asleep at the wheel when they named mm-hmm. this album mm-hmm. i agree Another thing that I had, well, first of all, like I didn't really know ABBA that well. Absolutely no idea. This band was four people and there was two couples. Yeah. It was a husband and wife and a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I had no idea. I, and and <laughs> they all got divorced through the run of the band, uh, which is also very funny. Well, I mean, the the concept of them getting divorced is not very funny, but it is very funny that the most successful band started as this like, hey, we're just this married couple, this other married couple, we're going to sing some songs. Then they became this massively successful band that it ruined their relationships. Well, what are you going to do? It's a monkey's paw. It is a monkey's paw. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. how that's how Davy Jones got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he got in the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> he got a high five from his ex-wife, <laughs> aka a monkey's paw. Okay, Johnny, I think that we must, uh, if, you know, if, if there's no more uh, dicking around and dancing about on, on the, the background, we got to just get into this album. Now, this album, it's, it's, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point. It's 10 tracks, it's 40 minutes, 40 minutes a little long in the tooth for 10 tracks, uh, but they were making music longer back then. The, uh, the, pretty much every track, a majority of the tracks are over four minutes, which is rough it's it's a lot and and I, let's go ahead and just get it out of the way now so we don't have to fucking comment on it for every song i would say like 80 percent of these fucking things ended a fade out uh-huh I, I like stopped i like stopped taking notes about it because i was like oh it's gonna be a fucking fade out you can't that's clearly they didn't know what they were doing because the songs were they were like here's a song we don't know how to end it i don't know put another minute on it and we'll just fade out mm-hmm it, it, you got to figure it out. It's 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 like those authors back in the day that would like get paid by the word, so they would just write you know huge books. It's like why? Because this album could have been thirty minutes, and they could have cut a minute off of each one of these songs, and I I think it would have been better. Maybe it's just the time. I mean, I'm looking at this. This album came out forty two, forty one years ago, so it's like it came out a long time ago, and the the standard was different. But it's their seventh fucking album, and every song ends in a fade out. It is wild. It's weird. Can, can you imagine like? being somewhere at like a, a club or, or a party or something and just dancing along to ABBA. And then the last like 30 seconds of each song, you just kind of have to slowly like, okay, take it down, stop. And then the next song starts. I, no, I, thank it's, you. it's wild because some of the, so many of these, there's like three singles on this that are like dance songs. So it's yes. like, why? I don't know. Okay, well, let's get into it, Johnny. Um, I, I think the album starts pretty strong. It's called Super Trooper. First song, Super Trooper. So let's listen to a little bit of that right now. Johnny, do you think when she says feeling like a number one, she means piss? Yes. I mean, what else are we to believe? I mean, when I'm when I'm on stage, the second I get on stage, I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have peed before I got up here. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- that's me at an ABBA concert. I'm like, oh, God damn it. When are they going to play Andante Andante so I can go to the <laughs> uh, Johnny, I'm getting out of myself. Johnny, I got to ask you. Because I yeah. had to look this up. Because I've heard this song before. Oh, sure. I feel like it's one of their big ones. 
what the fuck does Super Trooper mean? Now, I do know this. I do know this now, but I had no idea until I looked it up. Me neither, and it it blew my fucking mind and made the song make a lot more sense. And it also made, yeah, the song, yes, and it also makes the album cover make a lot of sense. Because the album it, covers them in, like, all white in a dark club with a bright light shine on them. Mm-hmm. It also makes all 45 of the music videos for this album make more sense. And what a Super Trooper is, is a brand of stage light. Or maybe not even a brand. Maybe it's just like a type of stage light. I think it was the brand. It could be a, it could be a brand, but it was, this, it was the this most album popular could have one been, in the industry. This album could have been called Fresnel, but they've, they've <laughs> like the Super Troopers better. But here's my thing about this. It's 1980. Does the average consumer of music know what a Super Trooper light is? It feels There's esoteric. no fucking way. It, it, it's impossible. It feels like It feels like needlessly obtuse in a way that just like... We're in a band. Because you can't Google it back then. Like, you just have to kind of know what a super trooper is or have someone tell you. I don't know. It it felt fucking wild. It's interesting, too, because they literally say, like, super trooper lights are going to find me. And they're saying exactly what it is. And I still had no fucking clue. Yeah, and it might be because our brains are poisoned as millennials from that movie Super Troopers, who now if I hear Super Trooper, what I think about is that like cop movie where the guy spits in the burger and everything. So I've never seen it. You've what the fuck kind of millennial are you? You never saw Super Troopers? No. Well, hey, Johnny, I won't defend it. It's a movie from that era, which means it can't possibly hold up. What was it like? Yeah. Early 2000s, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I was too busy watching Dude, Where's My Car over and over again. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, all that aside, Johnny, what do you actually think of this song? Because I think that this song fucking rules. I think it's catchy as hell. Uh, I I love when they soup-a-ba, troop-a-ba. Oh, I so love good. that part. It's so good. It ends with a it's, fade out, which sucks, of course. But I, this song is good. It's legit good. This is a fantastic song. I, I never looked at, I mean, I'd heard it a billion times, sure, but I never looked at the lyrics and it's, it's one of those songs where it's like, oh, it's sad. This is a sad song that sounds fun. So many of their songs have either like heavily sad elements to them or just certain words that are like unexpected and make the tone of it sound like change a little bit, which is, it's strange. The, the line, the saddest line to me was facing 20,000 of your friends. How can anyone be so lonely? I was like, oh my God, that's so bleak. And, and again, this is their seventh studio album. So it's like, they know like that they're huge and that it's, it, 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 it's, a, it's a very sad song. I feel like a, a couple of songs on this album actually kind of reference their popularity mm-hmm. in a in a really interesting way um and we'll 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 get there also i called you from glasgow that's kind of a brag it was <laughs> they, it's just weird to i don't know they drop some specifics in here too there's another song where yeah. they drop a ton of specifics uh the line in the course tonight the super trooper beams are gonna blind me but i won't feel blue like i always do and it's like it is kind of about like putting on a brave face and like playing through some stuff. And I think they've said, I, I believe on record that none of these songs were written about any of their relationships ending, but I believe this is the period where some of the divorce stuff was happening. It's got, I mean, it's gotta be, this is, this is like their pet sounds. Well, let, let's talk about this next track. Cause this is the track that is rumored to be about two of their divorces. Um, or, Two of the people from ABBA's divorce. Yes. Do, uh, do we want to mention the super true? I mean, a lot of, maybe we don't have to talk about the videos. A lot of the songs have videos and it's mostly them just singing directly into the camera. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, Johnny, you brought up uh, earlier in our text thread that it was like this MTV was spawned into existence because of things like this. Like, Every song with a video on it, which is wild to do. Where were these videos going? Because MTV was like, what, 82 or 84? Yeah. yeah. Who were these videos for? Like, uh, did they play these before movies? Like, yeah, these like, on TV? Li- like where? literally, where is this? They Back then, TV stopped at night. Yeah. There was no TV at night. So where are they putting these? Well, I I could not tell you where they were putting them, but they did make them. And for as a historical record, it's like, you know, with prehistoric man with the cave painting. It's like, I'm glad they did them. 
I don't necessarily, I, I can't get anything out of them. I could look at them and be like, an anthropologist should be here, not me. <laughs> I'm just a guy. I'm just some guy. I'm just some asshole. Uh, so yeah, we, I mean, we can, if, if there's something in particular that you want to point out, please do. But let's talk about The Winner Takes It All. Uh, this is track two. I kind of do like that part when it goes down. And tell me, does she kiss? Like, used to kiss her. Uh, okay, so we're in the track two territory. I got to say, Winner Takes It All, another fucking great song. This song is so fucking catchy. It just, yeah. it sticks to you. It sticks to me like, like fucking butter. Like, it just melts into me. I, butter, right? uh, but it, I don't consider butter a sticky food. But well, it, it it does come in a stick, which I believe is where I sure where I was doing the sticky. What's what's yellow and sticky? Butter. Butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it is so catchy. Now it's almost five minutes long, which is wild. That is challenging. It's a cha- it's a challenging angle here. But what I noticed about this song, I've heard this song before, of course. Um, oh, Johnny, fuck! I forgot about a game that I was going to play with you. Oh All yeah, right. we'll, we'll we'll play it for this song as well. We'll play it for this song as well. And we'll go back and play it for the uh, second for okay. the first track when we do. Um, but while I was listening to this song, after I listened to it twice, I was like, I know all the words. I could sing this song. Mm-hmm. I never feel that way. But just something with the way that she's singing the cadence, she's enunciating so well. I, and, and and it kind of is like it's like predictable. Like you kind of know the rhyme that's coming with this song. Yeah. It it that that I feel like is what it what makes it so catchy. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's the the chorus is out of control. It's it get, it gets in. The, I mean, it's you were, you were not wrong. It's sticky like butter. Um, it this also felt like it could have it. This had a very sticks vibe to me. This remi- this felt like it could have been a sticks song. Interesting. Um, and then verse verse three especially was v- very you ought to know. <laughs> but tell me, does she kiss you like I used to? Does yeah. it feel the same when she calls your name? Um, it's well, good. And another bummer. That, another bummer, yeah. It's, it's a big bummer. There's actually some really great lines in this one, too. Uh, the thing about the chorus, too, is that you don't really see songs doing this, especially in the modern age. The chorus changes. The only line that's really kind of the, the standout the same is the winner takes it all. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the chorus is just like a bunch of other stuff that rhymes that has is on theme with that that ends with the winner takes it all. Uh, that The one chorus, the gods may throw a dice, their minds as cold as ice. So far, and someone way down there loses someone dear. Absolutely incredible. I love that that like couplet of the gods of the dice. Their minds are cold as ice, and someone way down here loses someone dear. It's 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 yeah. It's like they're just playing a fucking game of craps up there, and there's real consequences for us down here. Yeah, it's just like it's a good song. It's a good song. It's a sad song, and I I like this song a a, a great deal. This feels this feels like um, especially the chorus. I, I think it was in the Nelly Furtado album. She described one of her songs as like a hairbrush song. Yeah, this chorus feels like a hairbrush song. So like, many of Abba's songs, though, I feel like are hairbrush songs. That's, I feel like it's a hairbrush true. band. Wow. Yeah. But which leads me to the you know they they made a two hit musicals based off of just their single, so it, it makes sense that it's a hairbrush song. So Johnny, I want to play a little game with you. Now this was a game I have only seen Mamma Mia uh, once. I've only seen it once, you know, when I watched it on DVD. So the game that I'm going to play with you is I, of these songs. I just want to know. You probably actually know this, and I'll I'll, I'll share my answers because I played this game at home. But was this song in Mamma Mia? So, Johnny, the winner takes it all. Was this song in Mamma Mia? Now, here's the tricky thing. Is is this just the first one, or is this both? I think that the game is going to be easier is if we just do the first one. But if you want to throw, like, a bonus point in there to tell me if you think a song was in the second one, you can do that as well. But I just want to know. Because the second one wasn't, like, it... 
the musical was a stage musical that went on and on and on. Then they right. made a movie out of it. The second one was just a sequel to that movie, right? Like it wasn't like Mamma Mia Two, Here We Go Again was a musical that ran no. for twenty years. No, the 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 sequel is an absolute fever dream. It's probably a collective dream that Mariah and Jessica had <laughs> together some night. <laughs> uh, it, it totally could be. Uh, so, Johnny, back to the question: Winner takes it all. Was it in Mamma Mia? I'm going to say yes. Johnny, the winner takes it all was in Mamma Mia. Okay. You are correct. You have one point. Johnny, Super Trooper. Was Super Trooper in Mamma Mia? Super Trooper was absolutely in Mamma Mia. Johnny, Super Trooper was in Mamma Mia. <laughs> also, Super Trooper was in Mamma Mia too. I believe Donna and the Dynamos sing it, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Uh, it, again, if you watch these movies... There is a through line, but it's all based on these songs that don't have a through line, and it doesn't make it. Uh, uh, we can't talk about that now. I just want to play this game, and we'll play it on every song. Uh, Johnny, let's move on to track three. This is on and on and on. I have a different segment within this song that we'll we'll do. Okay, so that is a little bit of on and on and on. Uh, Johnny, thoughts on on and on and on? I, I like it. I like it. It's um, it's way different than the first two. It's yeah. definitely got to like if we're if we're still talking sticks, this is like Mr. Roboto stuff. They have like the Mr. Roboto voice. Yep. Um, it's that '80s but, voice that is a robot and a voice. Yep. But I I love it. And there, there are some funny lines in here and some interesting lines. So I, yeah, I, I, I think that this song is good, too. It's, it's fun. I like that. The, her vocal cadence is so 80s. I love that yeah. delivery. Um, I, I, now, this is where I really begin to wonder, is English their second or third language? Or is English their first language? Because it, I don't know. I couldn't find this information anywhere. I didn't really look too hard because I didn't really want to know. But the way that they speak feels like it is like translated in a way because it's so wild but i pray now, that these are verbatim conversations from this song i play i pray that these are real conversations that they just wrote down from a bar i believe benny and bjorn when they first started did speak english and um uh freed and uh agnetha did not but they learned it and now they're all or Frida I'm sorry Frida, yeah. now they're all fluent so it's very possible although seventh album they probably they were pretty big they probably were pretty good at English by this point yeah it's just, it's just some of the okay so here's the game that I want to play with this song Johnny do you have the lyrics pulled up I do so uh Johnny correct me if I'm wrong but you've done some theater in your life and you're mm-hmm. also a trained improviser both correct, yes. We've we've both pl- paid thousands of dollars for classes. We've both taken uh, lessons in elocution and uh, pronunciation. Uh, My we, we, degree is in theater. I want you to put that degree to work here today, Johnny. Uh, my degree is in communications, which is essentially the same thing. Because what I would love to do with this song, <laughs> just to show how these the lyrics here represent normal human communication, is I would love to just do a little play acting. Sure. So... I'm going to be, in, in verse one, I'll be the fella at the party, and then you be, uh, who's singing on this one? Is this... Uh, I don't know. Hold on, I know it. Uh, There's no way to tell. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's either um, Frida or Agnetha, so whatever, but well, one of them. Uh, yeah. But whoever is singing the song, you'll, you'll be them, and I'll be the man at the party for verse one, okay? Okay. Okay. Something bad is happening, I'm sure you do agree. People care for nothing, no respect for human <laughs> rights. Evil times are coming. We are in for darker nights. Who are you to talk about impending doom? I'm a minister. A big shot in the state. (sighs) I just can't believe it. Boy, I think it's great. Brother, can you tell me what's right and what is wrong? Keep on rocking, baby, till the night is gone. Okay, now, if that's a real conversation, that's one of the most insane things I've ever heard in my life. 
absolutely fucking wretched pickup line. <laughs> you, imagine being at a party and some dude just comes up to you and he's like, hey, something bad's happening. People Johnny, don't care for anything. I mean, human rights, you know? Well, Johnny, let, let's let's talk about it. Uh, somebody flirting at a party? Let's talk about ver- verse four. Again, I'll be the guy and you can be uh, the the uh, Frida or Ani, whoever is singing, okay? Sure. Who am I and who are you and who are we? What's our situation and do we have some time for us? I wasn't exactly waiting for the bus. If you're going somewhere, can I come along? Keep on rocking, baby, till the night is gone. That's that is a conversation between two people who do not speak English. <laughs> I, I do think I'm not exactly waiting for the bus is that, a funny line. That is a funny line. <laughs> and, and for some guy to come up with the bullshit pickup line of like, who are we and where are we going? And her, her at a bar being like, well, not exactly waiting for the fucking bus. Like, that's a that's a fun pickup line. <laughs> I am. I, I do have to agree with you, Johnny. Though this song is good. Now the chorus for this song is not as great, but I agree. The 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 verses are fucking so fun, and the way that she sings it is fun too. I do like this one. This one had the, a really interesting line. Um, uh, verse three over in the corner, I could see this other guy. He was kind of flirty. He was giving me the eye, so I took advantage of the fact that I'm a star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shook my hair and took a casual stroll up to the bar. It's so it's so interesting where she's like. Yeah, I'm fucking famous and I'm gonna I I can I can pick this dude up. I'm famous. This is this is nothing. It's funny because she says that and then his next line is, Who are you? <laughs> so he knows that she's famous, but that's all that he knows. Uh okay, Johnny, let's talk about track four. This is Andante Andante. All right, so that's a little bit of uh, Andante, Andante. Johnny, I forgot to play the game, so we have to go back to oh, on and on and on and on. Um, do you think that on and on and on is in Mamma Mia? That feels like one that would be in the credits. Because in the credits, they did have some, they were like performing, yeah. but it wasn't part of the plot. Yep, so uh, I, I'm sorry, Johnny, but I do need a locked in answer. So I, think- I mean, I guess yes. Johnny? On and on and on is not in Mamma Mia. You still have okay. two points. You still have two points. It was not okay. in Mamma Mia. And so we'll go right to Andante Andante. Johnny, do you think Andante Andante was in Mamma Mia? I do think it was in Mamma Mia. Johnny, Andante Andante was not in Mamma Mia. Then it must be in Here We Go Again. Johnny, Andante Andante is in Mamma Mia too. <laughs> <laughs> you still have two points. Two out of four. Not bad. But you did get. You did say that it must be in, uh, you know, so I'll get maybe like a half point for that because you did get that it was in a Mamma Mia movie, just not the original. This song is fine. It's over four minutes. I was like, at this point, I'm like, oh, are all these songs going to be over four minutes? And then I looked and I said, yes, they are. Uh, it's the first one that doesn't have a fade out. So that's good. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I mean this this I, I kind of like the the sort of doo-woppy sound it's it's not my style but I could see slow dancing to it I guess but also I would much rather hear an explicit song about fucking than this weird like tread lightly on my ground slow. yeah the, the other thing that sucks about this is that I don't know uh, ABBA that well, but I do know that they have better, slower songs than this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you like Andante Andante, I'm gonna, I'll tell you right now, you're going to like Fernando. That might, be the, ex- that might be the song for you. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. And as the song was playing, I was like, is the name of the song Andante Andante Fernando? Like, are they going to say Fernando at some point? I thought they might. <laughs> they did not. It's on Dante in the air. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, my, uh, this one is okay, but it, again, um, not one it's, of their more memorable ones. I get why it's here. We're sure. we're we're coming off a high. We gotta we gotta go a little on Dante for a minute, and I get it. So, so speaking of a little on Dante for a minute, this uh, this next track is the end of side A uh, or side one of the album um, because it was five five tracks on each side on the original album in 1980, uh, and that one is Me and I.
All right. A little bit of me and I. I thought of this song that the synth in it sounded like heroic. I, I was yeah. getting like, I, I don't know. I, I was getting like, um, oh God, like not He-Man. Uh, oh, fuck. What's that? What's that movie? Flash Gordon. I was getting like Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know Queen did the music, I think, for Flash Gordon. Um, I know, I think. <laughs> but uh, this song is good. I like this song. It's it's about a thing that we have heard a lot in pop music, like this kind of duality, like dual nature, you know. Yeah, my uh, own, there, it's the original My Own Worst Enemy. It, 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 exactly. Thank you. R.I.P. Lit. Um, <laughs> but the, the song is also like it's got some fun lyrics in it. Like sometimes I have toyed with ideas I got from good old Dr. Freud. Uh, I think that that's a fun line. Um and overall, it's it's the same thing as the other Abitrax, where it's like just a little sadder than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what the chorus they they fucking destroy at choruses. This is such a good catchy chorus. Yeah. Um, and I do I I do like the synth, and they've got some robot voice in this too that I like. I like it. I like it. It and was the fucking also, '80s, my my friend. I know they were kicking it off right. Um. <laughs> It's also got a post-chorus, which is funny. We mm-hmm. see a lot of pre-chorus. This has post-chorus. I will say that this song ends in a fade-out. It's over five, It's almost five minutes long. It's completely unnecessary for this song to be this long. Um, but I don't know. I, since all of the songs have that same failing, I gave it a little bit of a pass. And I, I do like this one. Yeah, I feel like every since every song is too long and has a fade-out, like the whole the whole album is just like... Yeah, you just have to accept every song in the context of what it is. It's also wild that this song inside one, because I was convinced until I had researched this that the next song must end side one. I, I, mm. I that was the one that felt like an ending aside track, but this is the one that actually was ending of side one. I feel like the next song should end the album. We'll get to that. Trust me, I have yeah. some thoughts. But before we can get to that, Johnny, I got to ask you, me and I, was it in Mamma Mia? This feels like a Mamma Mia 2 one. So I'm going to say no, it was not in Mamma Mia. Johnny, you are correct. This was not in Mamma Mia. Three and a half points on the board. It was also not in Mamma Mia 2. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so no no half point there, but it was it was not in Mamma Mia. Um, okay, so let's go to the, let's go to the next uh, side. This is uh, track six. This is Happy New Year. Okay, so that's a little bit of Happy New Year. Johnny, what are your thoughts on Happy New Year? I mean, this chorus, absolutely out of control. It's a great song. It's another one that's like sad and weird. And, yes, it's and, very sad and weird. Uh, and the third the third verse is um, great. It's great. The third, the third verse stuck out to me in particular. It... The third verse, I, the whole song, I think, is really good. I think the, the thing that stuck out to me in particular, immediately right out the gate, she starts it off with, no more champagne. And she calls it champagne. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're from Europe. You don't know how to say champagne? And it's not, it's not for a rhyme, because she says, no more champagne. The fireworks are through. And it's like... <laughs> Why did you have to say it that way? I don't get it. I listened to it several times and I was like, it's not, it's not, I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't figure out why, why it was said that way. Here, here's the other thing that I'll say about this song. I think that this song is good. Why are we, why don't we sing this song every New Year's? Why I was it, thinking the same thing. Why are we singing Old Lang Syne still? Like this song fucking it cooks. Get this, yes, get this on, I will legit put this on my, you know, because you you put the New Year's song on the Christmas playlist, because sure. where else are you going to put them? Yeah. 
this is going on there, 100%. Well, the thing is, when I was listening to it, I was like, wow, this really didn't take off as a New Year's song, and there's really no reason for that. And then I was thinking, is it because the song's not very good? Like, maybe I'm wrong and the song's not that good, and that's why it's not like a New Year's song. I think it's a good song, though. I, I like it. I mean, you have. I think that you have to like ABBA to like this song. Sure. But it's. I think it's a good New Year's song. And I, I, I applaud them for, it's like trying to put a Christmas song in your album, kind of, right? Like, I, I applaud them for getting into the market on, like, we're going to make, it's 1980, we're going to make a song about the New Year's. This album came out in November, so it's good timing. And I like the line, oh, towards the end, it's like, um, uh, uh, What lies down nothing. the line in the end of 89? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm sorry. The full line is, it's the end of a decade, another 10 years time. Who can say what we'll find? What lies down the line at the end of 89? Yeah, I like how they're just thinking about 10 years in the future. That's a fun thing for a New Year's song. Yeah, this this song fucking rips. I would, I would also have loved to tell them, you break up. That's what happens <laughs> at the end of 89. Okay, Johnny, you know what I'm going to fucking ask you, and I have to ask you, was Happy New Year in Mamma Mia? I don't think so. Yeah, you would have remembered it, and there's a New Year's song. Of course, it's not in Mamma Mia. Now, this song felt like a fucking side one ender, but it didn't feel to me like a side two beginner. No, that's weird. It's it should weird. it should have it should have ended one of the sides. It's a it's a weird. It's it's like the the Beatles opening side two of the White Album with Birthday. It, yeah, exactly. Now, the other thing that I thought about this song. It's not like it's not it doesn't actually sound like it, but it did give me strong vibes of like the opening number of a musical. So, Johnny, I'm going to do a little experiment right here. I'm just going to go back. and I'm going to play a little bit of the beginning of Happy New Year again. OK. What do you do with the B.A. <laughs> in English? English. <laughs> it, it's not it's not that but it is that's what it, that in my mind that's exactly where i went i was like oh okay we're gonna start like a musical it's a musical number damn i'm i'm putting the avenue q soundtrack on our list <laughs> <laughs> i listened to it i listened to it a little while ago it not all of it there's some parts that don't age well but i think that they were always intended to never age well it was like cultural touchstones of that time but uh yeah yeah uh okay so with, with that aside johnny let's go to track seven this is our last summer All right, Johnny, that's a little bit of our last summer. Well, first of all, we get it. You've been to Paris and you've been to Glasgow. Brag. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great song. It is a great fucking song. And the, another chorus that's just absolutely off the rails good. The chorus is so good that I maybe just forget about the rest of the song, too. Because the rest of the song is just like, it's weird specifics. It's... It's super specifically talking about a vacation that they went on. <laughs> and, and and the the I mean the verse 3 and now you're working in a bank, the family man, a football fan, and your name is Harry. How dull it seems. Yet you're the hero of my dreams. I can still recall it last summer. I remember when this part came up in Mamma Mia, which spoiler alert, this one is very <laughs> much in Mamma Mia. Uh, if you had gotten that wrong, I if, wouldn't know what to do with you. If if there's a name in a song, you know it's in Mamma Mia, and you know someone has that name. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, Harry is played by um, Stellar Skateboard, right? Uh, uh, Skellen, St- Skellen. No, you're right. Stellar Skateboard. Yeah, Skateboard. Uh, so that's Harry. His name is lifted directly from this song. They're like, "Well, you're Harry now for the plot of Mamma Mia," and he's a family man <laughs> and a football fan. And that's that's what his that's what his call sheet said. That's what his you know the or I'm sorry, that's what the like breakdown for his part said. And I again, kind of like you said before, I can kind of forgive a lot of the lyrics because 
I mean, they don't, English isn't their first language. So if you're just like talking weird about stuff that you went and uh, did for real, that's fine. Cause, cause you're, you're doing it in a real catchy way that I'm into very much. She also says the word croissant in this song, which is a word she, that you do not hear in pop songs. And I think it's a couple of reasons because it doesn't really rhyme with stuff and the meter ex- of it is weird. Well, I'll tell you one thing it rhymes with, and that's Paris restaurants. <laughs> Serendipity, because it's a Parisian dish. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, and th- also, this song, Johnny, has a tasty little guitar solo that I was oh, not expecting. Oh, yeah, it does. I was not expecting at all in this album for there to be a guitar solo. No, they've got some good licks in this one. Apparently, the, the two guys in this are the ones that play like the instruments, right? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I thought ABBA was four singers, and that the guys just did the backup, and I thought... These guys are the luckiest fucking dogs in town. They have the sweetest, easiest gig because they're in ABBA and all they do is say, super, super, trooper, super. <laughs> and I was like, that's fu- fucking perfect. But no, they're, they're playing instruments. So that was probably him doing the little solo. I think they also like write some of the lyrics too. So Yeah, sure. Probably whatever. Johnny, this is my favorite of the album. This one's fucking good. It's This one's up there for me. I th- I feel like Super Trooper is probably my favorite just because sure. it's 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 so good. But this one's up there and I don't know. It's up there. Can I tell you, I thought I, my guess with, was that this one was going to be your favorite. And the reason why I guessed that was because I know you're a man of nostalgia. And I feel like this song, like Our Last Summer, it's just such a nostalgic song, right? Like, you know, I, the perfect summer, the love that we lost, you know, all of that stuff. I was like, oh, this I, th- I bet this is going to be up Johnny's alley. Well, and also, I mean, not to not to be whatever, but the the first trip when Jessica and I were like, we were still in college, and we we went to Paris for like three weeks. When I was like, ooh la la, I was like twenty one, and she was nineteen, so we were very young, and it was very much like, Scandalous. oh, we're like doing this thing, and it's like, you know, it it was very much like this. And at the time, my name was Harry, so it kind of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sense. sorry, if you're just now joining us, uh, Johnny is telling a story of how he took a teenager to Paris. Johnny, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to, uh, to be fair, we used a condom, <laughs> so it was totally cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I this is this is such a fun one. I, I get that Super Trooper um, w- w- would take the cake off of this one because they're a different vibe. But again, I really like this one. Okay, yeah. speaking of uh, other songs in this album, let's hit track eight. This is The Piper. Right now, I don't. Again, I wasn't super familiar with ABBA, and I didn't really know what I was going to get into listening to this album. I went into this expecting that I was not going to like it that much, and when I hit the Piper, I I thought, thank God, finally one, <laughs> finally one that I. This is like what I thought this whole album would be in my mind. Because here's the thing, this I, is what you thought it would be. I don't know, but here's the thing. I I just thought I wouldn't like it, and I don't like this. That's basically what I'm saying. Because I don't care for the flute. This song sounds a little too close to church music for me. It's got like a churchy cadence to it. Oh, to to me, it feels very Ren Fair. Ren Fair is, I mean, we're, like you're one era from church, right? Like you're That's Ren true. Fair medieval church. Like you know, it, it's it's everything there is very close, but it it felt it felt too churchy to me and too too much flute. I'm not into this much flute in my pop music. This well. I tell that to Jethro Tull and Lizzo. <laughs> um, I will not say that to them. This 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 was a weird one. It made me want to get out my maypole. Mm-hmm. It 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 was it's so strange. This felt like it also could have been like a weird middle track on um, Wolf Mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like, felt it felt like it shouldn't. It didn't need to be here on this album. It felt weird, out of place. It's so weird. It's so weird. I do like the spooky Latin post chorus. <laughs> um, uh, but the, the the thing for me is I th- I think that that they're the pipers because I didn't hate this song. Oh, interesting. It's it's fucking weird, and I don't think it belongs on this album, and it doesn't make sense to be here. But I didn't hate it. 
Well, Johnny, also, when I was just purely before I even started listening, when I was just looking down the line at track lengths, I saw this was three and a half minutes, and I thought, that's going to be the one for me. I'm going to really like that one. <laughs> and I, I, I was right on some accounts and wrong on some accounts. And it's funny because while I was listening to this song, I was like, I never skipped it. It wasn't a skip for me because it's only three and a half minutes. And, you know, it's the shortest one on the album. I thought I just have to, it's I, I'm practically already over by the time I've listened to half of it. Uh but uh, if I listen to this album maybe like 10 more times, I think that this would have become a skip for me because it's just not something that I wanted to hear, especially after my favorite song on the album, Our Last Summer. Sure, that's that's fair. Um, Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just a wild song to put on here. I, 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 I don't know. This this could also be it has a very like. um almost like a safety dance vibe where oh it's my like god yes like what what was what was happening in the 80s where we were like i don't know i don't know johnny let me ask you do you think that this one made it into mama mia uh yeah it opens up the movie <laughs> <laughs> opens and closes um yeah they're i mean they're all they're all enjoying the lovely island life of santorini singing the piper yeah when um, uh when pierce brosnan pulls out that flute and just fucking goes to town that's <laughs> One of the most memorable parts of that movie. Um, yeah, I don't believe this is in Mamma Mia. It is not in Mamma Mia. You are now up to, I believe, four points. Okay. I maybe, I've maybe lost track of how many points you have. Uh, speaking of getting you some more points on the board, Johnny, let's talk about track nine. This is Lay All Your Love On Me. All right, Johnny, what do you think? Lay all your love on me. Um, this this one was fine. It it was not a standout for me, but it was it was very fine. It did have slight like uh uh you spin me round vibes okay, with that like yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Um yeah, it was just fine. I went the other way, Johnny. I really liked Lay All Your wow. Love on Me. It's I feel like the, it's the most upbeat, fast driving of their songs. It feels fast. It feels like important. I wrote that it feels like a final boss track. I don't know why. Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, but it's you know it's their dance song. It's like it's it's this was what dance music was you know in the eighties and and I, I like that. I like that change of pace. I like putting it. It's such it's a weird place to put it. You know. The, almost the second to last song on their album, but mm-hmm. but I, I did. I really liked "Lay on Your Lay All Your Love on Me." Well, there you go. Well, the most important question, though, Johnny, is not whether or not I liked it or you liked it. Even it's was it in Mamma Mia? Here's the thing: I can imagine Meryl Streep singing this to her three her three husbands. Spoilers for the movie. <laughs> this this feel this feels like if it's in anything, it's Mamma Mia too. But I'm gonna say it's not in Mamma Mia. Johnny, lay all your love on me. Is in Mamma Mia. Fuck. But you're right. It's 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 a ma- it's I'm sorry. You're you're doubly wrong because it's Amanda Seafried that sings it with Dominic Cooper. She's gonna fuck her dads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she sings it to her three dads. Uh, and, and hold on, Johnny. I do want to check one thing real quick. Okay, Johnny, I have confirmed it is not in Mamma Mia 2. So okay. if there were bonus points to get there, they you do not get them, my friend. Um, man, I, I honestly, I don't remember this from Mamma Mia, but the fact that I knew it and I liked it immediately when I heard it, I was like, it must be in Mamma Mia. So this is this is one that I got. Um I, I'm probably doing about the same as you with Worthy Songs in Mamma Mia. I was like, if it was a song I heard, I've heard before, I was like, I think it was in Mamma Mia. The only one that I knew for sure was Our Last Summer because of that, and his name is Harry Line. It's wild. 
they made a whole that movie must have like 45 songs in it because it's got like six from this album johnny i i will say i didn't really do the math on it because i don't i'm not super familiar with their other albums it had more songs than i thought it would from this album on it i was like this this album was the most uh critically or or most popular album in the united states that they've done because it Hmm. it charted higher than any of their other albums had maybe not charted longer though so i'm not actually sure on the math on that but yeah i think it was like four or five songs let's see what what did we say we said super trooper definitely um winner takes it all was there uh and dante and dante was in mamma mia 2 so that doesn't really count Mm -hmm. um our last summer was in Mamma Mia, and Larry you love on me was in Mamma Mia. So four four songs. Spoiler That's alert for this last song, <laughs> uh, which we I guess we should just talk about now. Let's talk about the tenth track. This is the final track on this album. This is the way old friends do in parentheses live. In my mind, it is an absolutely baffling choice to begin an al- the, to begin this side of the album with Happy New Year and end with the way old friends do, which are both essentially New Year songs. Yeah, this this song actually gave me big Old Lang Syne vibes. Exactly. Exactly. It it's weird to do. It it's super weird. I will say, uh, up until like there was the applause at the end, I didn't realize this was live. They sounded fucking good. It, it, yeah, to the point where I was like, "Is it live?" Because it, mm. I, you know, like I don't know. It, it, was was that applause and stuff like added? I I I don't know. I just don't know. It did sound good, but it de- I, I, maybe maybe everything in the eighties sounded the same live, and I don't know. It's, sure. I got that same vibe though. It was like it was a it was a weird live track because you didn't hear like hooting and hollering at the beginning like you do on live music tracks nowadays. Yeah, it, it was. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I think this would be a good last track if we didn't also have Happy New Year. Like you've got a perfect last track right there. It's also weird to like end with a live song, which I assume was on another album. I have no idea. I have no idea. I hope so. Otherwise, how do people know it? Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's the last track. It's not my favorite. It's it's it ends the album, but it's like, you know, it's also like it's 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 a three minute song in itself and it's slow. It's like, what what are we doing here? I I didn't need this. Yeah, I mean, this this was um this was definitely a, a weaker one for me. We will say that if you're listening to this on Spotify, the version of the album that you're listening to on Spotify is the 2001 re-release, I believe. So like 21 years after the album came out. Uh, and it's got two other tracks on it that we are not covering today. And the reason that we're not covering today is because, you know, we, we review like Miley Cyrus on this show. And if in 21 years she wants to add a couple more tracks to that album, it's unfair of us to be like, well, you know, we have to we have to do all of the revisions and updates. So, you know, we're, we're just covering the original album. Yeah, we only do that for Taylor Swift. Now, yeah, t- Taylor, if you want to drop more um, songs, my queen, we will listen to them. <laughs> we love them. Keep them coming. Please crank them out. Crank them out sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Crank a spiritual it, sequel to Shake It Up. Shake it out. And the crankers want to crank it <laughs> out. All right, Johnny. Well, we we, we got to talk about it. Um, we have to talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. Was this in Mamma Mia? I don't think so. It was not. Of course it was not. Uh, maybe it could have been a, like a very, very after credits where we're just going through like best boys and key grips and like, you know, wh- mm-hmm. whoever whoever was in charge of lighting for that movie, which was a travesty. None of that movie is well lit. I feel like they got to to Greece and they were like, it's Greece. Why would we need lighting? And they're like, oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> the sun can't do everything for us. 
I mean, we could do a whole episode about fucking Mamma Mia. And we might have to. Johnny, but this episode is about Super Trooper, so we got to get your final thoughts on this album, and then I got to know, for my own personal fucking peace of mind, where is this going to go on your Bill Buds Top 100? This is extremely tough, because here's the thing. Overall, this album was really fucking good. But would I put it in my Top 100? I, I, I just don't think I would. Interesting. But I did, I did like it a lot. What an interesting dilemma that's only happening for you. It isn't happening for anybody else on this podcast. I, and it's not really a dilemma. I mean, <laughs> I'm fine. Abba's fine. Uh, so you're telling me you're not putting Super Trooper in your top 100? And the, here's the other. Here's the other thing. Is I was like, well. I could see another ABBA album going on my top 100, but this was like their, their most popular one, their best selling in the U S so maybe I wouldn't. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, but it, it, it was close. It was real close. Here's the thing. And, and, and I, I'm of course in the same boat as you, because I'm not an ABBA fan. I did really enjoy this album now, there were some tracks on it that I, like I said, there's some skips. And it's like, it's hard to get a song at least high in the top 100 if it's got some skips on it. Uh, or at least that, you know, that one skip in a 10-track album. That's a 10% skip rate. That's not great. Mm-mm. It's also got some songs that are really good. But here's the thing. I liked it. I didn't mind listening to it. I wouldn't be upset if someone was like, hey, let's put some ABBA on. Especially a Greatest Hits playlist. Why not? I would love to listen to that. But... We're not reviewing greatest hits aren't allowed on the top 100 because it's top 100 albums of all time. We're not doing greatest hits on there. It might be my favorite ABBA album. I don't know. I haven't really listened to other albums. It's got songs on it that I really like. I just don't think that it's going to go on my top 100. And that's okay. It's just I I also don't think I'm going to ever go back and be like, I want to listen to the whole album Super Trooper again. And it's unfair because this band is, you know, decades old, but... When a band, it's it's that old and they're not doing music anymore, that Greatest Hits album, that's your legacy at this point, you mm-hmm. know? And that's kind of like, that. that's all that I need to listen to if that's what I really want out of them. ABBA is, has sort of the same thing as like Queen for me, where they both have so many good songs. Tons, tons, tons. and tons and tons of good songs. But they also have 400,000 albums that are all good to find sure that have like those nuggets on them and nine times out of ten i am also probably going to listen to the best of and not a full album that's fair but i will say for everyone listening out there in bill buds land i do endorse this i think that you should listen to it especially if you're not an abba fan i think that you will walk away with a better understanding of their music and hopefully a better appreciation of their music so i do think that you should give super trooper a listen i i completely agree i I think it's, I enjoyed listening to it. I listened to it quite a few times, honestly, more times than a lot of other stuff that we've done on the show. Yeah. I mean, I I think that it's also probably a great benefit to Johnny and I's relationships that we agree that ABBA is good and that we enjoy listening to it because our partners love it and they're going to love it a lot. Actually, when we were trying to pick which ABBA album to do on the show, uh, I asked Mariah, I was like, what should we do? And she was like, you got to do Super Trooper. And I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) Jessica's like, just do (laughs) 18s. Well, uh, with that, we will we'll leave it there because uh, we did not do 18s. Join us next week on the Patreon where we are covering. Johnny, would you like to give a quick pitch as to what we are covering on the Patreon? Because I am out of my fucking depth with it. I'm so excited. We are we are covering. I made a playlist of uh, videos, which we'll, we'll post in the notes or whatever for, uh, for all to see um, of sort of a, a, a tour of Italy of uh of eurovision songs um and eurovision the eurovision song contest if you don't know is basically american idol for all of europe and also like australia and parts of africa and asia um and it's like the most watched television event that is not a sporting event in the entire world and it's it's incredible so yeah this upcoming monday on the patreon we are reviewing a uh, 13 uh, from a span of across the decades 
Eurovision uh, contest songs and performances that we will be posting on YouTube for. You can find all of that patreon.com slash pod, and it's a uh, pay what you will. So, you know, whatever whatever you want to pay, uh, you can pay and you can get all of our content. You can find us anywhere, social media, at BillBudsPod. Uh, email us uh, at BillBudsPod, uh, BillBudsPod at gmail.com, I should say. And with that, we tip our hats to you and we wish you a fond farewell. Tonight we're hanging with the boys, yeah, we're going out. We're getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise, turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them bill buds. Real, real ones.